praise the Lord. Glory to God. I first want to give honor to God for just giving me an opportunity to stand before your beautiful queens and kings of the nation that God has birthed in you for somebody else. I want to encourage you that you're in the right place at the right time. I want to encourage you and thank you for being bold enough to be part of an event like this. As you see in society right now that they're making a mockery of a lot of things that God created that was good. He said it was good. He created man and woman in his image. And because of that, he said it's good. He blessed them and commanded them to go, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion in the earth. He didn't say have dominion over each other. He said have dominion in the earth. And what has happened is the enemy, the wicked one who's called the devil, has came to seduce and deceive the whole world. Now we are being called out as each one of us are sitting here. You have been called out to play a major part in the earth to help somebody to come out from under the hand of the enemy. That's right. You. You are powerful because you're here tonight. You're powerful because you took hold of your life. You took your life back. It don't matter if you came out thriving or you're still in it. When you leave here tonight, I'm praying that you have picked up something that gave you give you courage to move forward. I'm Dr. Danielle Irvin, better known as Dr. D, Sister Danny, but to everybody, I always say I am the ambassador for Christ. I'm God's handmaiden. And you're looking at somebody that have not only survived but thriving after being in the midst of this horrific behavior. Domestic violence is a behavior that is not only done, but it was learned, and it's been done too. So whoever the abuser are, I'm not trying to take light of nobody, but they was abused themselves in some type of way, and it comes from the childhood. It becomes, we become the abuser or the abusee. Now, on, on my part, I was both. I was abused and became an abuser. Because when you sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, hey, guess what? You're going to fight back. And sometimes they'll cost you. And what really, really, really concerns me now that all this information is out that women still stay in situations of the abuse. Men still stay in the situation. Why? See, back then we didn't know that it was called abuse. We were just trying to keep our family together. I don't know about you, but I know me. Hey, and the thing about it, I was in a marriage both of my marriage was domestic. So that was really a really, really concern for me because I'm a young 
woman trying to do the right thing, get saved in the church, marry somebody that brought me to church, introduce me to the church, which I wasn't in love with the church, though. I was in love with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Hello. I fell in love with God. So I started seeing things, and I'm like, wait, stop being really right here. You ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I'm your wife. You ain't supposed to be just walking by, pushing me and punching me in the back of my head because you feel like you own me. We don't own nothing. But the love that we're supposed to have in our heart towards one another into the Father above. So when that progression kept going on and on and on, and the more I kept seeking God and praying, I'm like, nah, this too, this, this ain't, this ain't working. Something right here. Two things that I began to see that um, the first marriage, when I saw my ex-husband parent, almost 60 years old, fighting like cats and dogs. I said, oh no, I'm not gonna be 60 something years old going through this. Now I'm already in the seven, maybe eight year of the marriage. You know what, right then I gave up. I said, you know what, I ain't fighting for this no more. I'm not fighting for this marriage no more. I'm not gonna be like that 40 years from now Still fighting, still fussing. For what? So right there, I didn't care anymore. My heart just shut down towards my ex-husband. And God delivered me. I didn't, I didn't do anything. God delivered me on that one. Now the second one, oh yeah, the devil had a plan. God is the ultimate planner. Glory to God. And this one here literally almost took me down. Took me down. To the point that I didn't care anymore that I even attacked the police officers. See, see, ladies, you have to understand. Men, you have to understand. But I'm talking mostly to the ladies because, see, we can, we strong. God equipped us like this because we have to carry life in us. We are the producers of life. So the enemy going to always bring something along to suck out your life source, your energy, your oxygen. The very love that God put in you, the nurturing, the encouraging. How am I going to encourage you when I'm going through something and I'm trying to... <laughs> so with all that said, so I can keep my time time limit, when my daughter came in that kitchen that night wanted to kill my ex-husband, second ex-husband, who's not in the lane of the living anymore, that woke me up and said, oh, wait a minute. See, when we tolerate stuff, ladies, you got to think about your children. I know we're trying to keep a man, trying to keep the marriage together, and I'm not trying to be hard on nobody, but I'm letting you know that's what woke me up. That's what really, not the punches, the black eyes, the crooked, my jawbone, uh, my teeth knocked out, you know, six stitches in my head, my back all bruised, my shoulders, I get kicked, you know, uh, get marriage raped. 
you know what I'm saying? They want to fight and abuse you, cause you all out your name, and then they want to get in the bed and sex you. Come on now. That wasn't it. What did it for me was when I saw my child. And my child don't deserve to have be in prison killing somebody that I had the opportunity to stop it. Come on, I'm talking. I'm not going to love this person more than loving myself part of me. That's part of me. Your child is your, your legacy. So that woke me up. And then 19 years later, last year we was talking, not only that she was going to kill him, she was going to kill herself because she couldn't understand how we go to church and come home and see her mother being harassed and beat on and cursed on. And she see her mother cleaning the house, cooking, you know, trying to do all that she can to maintain the house and maintain this man. That in return, beating her mama, fighting her mama. So three things I'm going to leave you ladies with. Number one, you have to identify the signs. Like I said back then, we were just trying to keep our family together. You know what I'm saying? But now, all the awareness that is happening in the world, in the signs, the behavior mechanisms that happen, they're all nice. I mean, the very professional, clean-cut man, lovey-dovey out in the public, everybody think he's, oh, that's the best girl, you got it going on. He works, he got a good job, y'all got a good house or whatever, but they don't know the hell that you deal with when you go home. Especially spiritual abuse from pastors and leaders and teachers and government officials abuse their women behind closed doors, and then we got to make up and look like, oh, everything is so hunky-dory. You have to be that trophy wife. But when you get home, you got to be the punching bag. The devil is alive. So you got to identify the sign. When you start identifying the signs, Start praying to get, ask God to give you wisdom because he will give you wisdom how to deal with that situation and how to come out of that situation. Next, you got to prepare to leave the situation. Get with somebody that you can trust. Have that friend, that leader, that counselor. Get with someone, ladies. You got to tell somebody else you need a witness. A follow report. You have to prepare yourself. You can't just after it's all over and then when pressure comes and you kill a person. Because normally you're going to get killed or you're going to kill him or her. And you don't have nothing documented that this person been doing this all this time. It's going to be really hard to say in self-defense. You're going to serve some time. And the way that the, 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 the system is now, Man, especially for us, people of color, <laughs> you, you, you better prepare yourself. And thirdly, start believing in yourself. Learn to love yourself. How to love yourself? You have to get in there and start experiencing God's love. 
Start allowing the Spirit of God to come in and mend that broken heart. Because you only subjected yourself to that type of behavior because you lack love. You lack that Father love, that Father guidance. Yes. Rejection came into your life at the beginning of your life, some kind of way. And the Holy Spirit is there. If you don't know nothing about the Holy Spirit, um, please go check out my Save Zone broadcast on anchor.fm slash Save Zone broadcast. It'll teach you and show you all the things that you need to begin to work on. If you go to a fellowship, start reading the Word and asking God to give you clarity of the Word where you are in your life right now. Ask God to come in and say, Lord, talk to me. Take your time. Go and walk. I always tell uh, my, my subscribers on, on the Boom Factor radio show, look, go out into the elements of the world. Take a walk in a park. Enjoy the breeze and the nature. Look at the trees. Listen to the birds. Ask the Holy Spirit to talk to you. Show you what you need to do. And he'll do it. So I want to encourage all of you. First of all, those that have come here, you have taken a stand, you represent because you care, your heart. This is your assignment. Ask God to help you. What part, what, what niche that you have that can be able to save somebody's life, a woman, a man, a child. Secondly, those that have come out that have survived this violent behavior, ask God to show you what your assignment is to go, go back, back and reach out to someone because now he has you thriving. Now it's time for you to go back. Get involved in events like this. And thirdly, those that are sitting out there because I feel the power of God pulling, and I know some of you are in here right now dealing with some type of abuse. Abuse comes in all forms. Emotionally, verbally, physically, spiritually, friendship-wise on your job, even from your own children. I've seen children abuse parents. What the what? The what? Yes. Identify. And when you see it, believe it. When you see it, believe it. In the words of Maya, Maya Angelou, when they show you who they are, believe them. Young people, single women, when you're dating, recognize the sign. Don't let no man, no boy, no young man just grab your hands and jerk you around. He's not supposed to be putting his hand around your neck tightly to make you kiss him. You know, he's not supposed to force himself on you. He's not supposed to curse you and make and demean you. You want somebody around you that's going to build you up, that's going to not... Not say be a yes person, but this person, you're going to know in your spirit, in your gut feeling, all right? Not in the, oh, he made me walk his butterfly, but then he cursing you out. Really? Is that really butterfly? Or that's your gut feeling screaming, walk, run, get away. <laughs> Don't neglect the warning. Well, my time is up. I'm Danielle. Hey, I love you guys. Hats off to Gwendolyn Davis for this awesome, awesome 
um, project that she's doing. Y'all network with her to all the other speakers, to my thrivers, my survivors. Hey, my hat's off to you. I love you. And guess what? Boppins is not from God towards one another. We're supposed to be violent against the devil. The kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violent take it back by force into being this event today. You are taking back your life. I love you. God bless you. Stay connected. Amen.
Yes, Lord. That's right. There are a lot of men out here who go through something, but because we men, we don't want to speak on it because it makes us weak. But we only weak because we accept what's going on through our lives. We accept and say, well, you know what? We're going to make it to the next step. I'm going to get past this because she loves me. If you're a man going through something and think she loves you, you're going to keep breaking yourself down. You can't move forward until you open your eyes and realize if she's not treating me like I'm treating her, this ain't the treatment I want. That's right. As a man speaking to women, as a woman listening to the men, God can understand that what you want 
is what you put out. If he's not giving you, if she's not giving you what you putting out, that should be what you want. If you have to change your status quo, or they say go on Facebook and change your, your page, if you have to change the page of your life, the status quo of your life to fit this person, if you have to rewrite your book that you've been writing your whole 20, yes. 30 years, 15, 16 years, and you have to take them pages out and rewrite the book to fit this person, that ain't the person for Come you. On person Come on now. Come on. Come on. Read your book. Yes, come on now. That's what I'm talking about. I say this to to the grown folks, to the youth. If you're a young female, 14, 15 years old, but if you're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, and you got a high school boyfriend, a junior high boyfriend, and he's adjusting you, you ain't got to go home to your parents right now. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to call your mom right now. You ain't got to do that. That person right there probably ain't going to make it to the end of the semester. And if he stay there long enough, he's still putting hands on you, you scared to tell your daddy, scared to tell your big brother, scared to tell your cousin, daddy, what That's you That's not what you, that's it. First thing you gotta do is speak out. If you can't speak out to that person, you need to cut the ties. Lock, delete. See, the call, wait. Y'all good? Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, first of all, give them a hand for having the courage to tell And for standing on your own two feet and for having having the faith in God. Won't he do it? Yeah. Some people don't allow him to do it. Some people don't get out. So you gotta tell the story. So hopefully this story will prevent from happening from somebody else. And abuse is not just for women. It don't just happen to women. No, the prime example right there. And abuse is not just physical. The abuser uses the art of manipulation to make you yes. think that you need them. Yeah. But that's not how our God works. Amen. That's not how we operate. And so what we have to start doing is we have to start loving ourselves. And when we love ourselves and we start treating ourselves how we want to be treated, we won't accept anything less than. So I suggest that when you get to the house or when you get to the car, you look in the mirror, put your visor down, because I do it all the time, and you tell yourself how amazing you are, how awesome you are, how you're not going to accept less than, and you gotta believe it, okay? There's a lot of us walking around here with some scars that folks don't even know about. That's right. All right, so we wanted to end, we want to end it today. Yes, we want to start expose tonight. it, yes. So this, is, this event is much, much needed. So give them a hand again, guys. Okay, so now we're going to have the next designer. It is Deveria Greenwood Design. guys good morning good morning good morning yeah i'm up early 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 before i head into town today i have to go to the office and i just want to say good morning to you guys say a quick prayer and uh i haven't forgot i know this is domestic violence month um which we should be well aware of what's going on but with that said, it's, it happens every day. We see it every day. But 
they specify October to really come forward to participate in a lot of activities to make this violent act uh, public and just to see how serious it is to the point of that. And I used to always hear people talk about, well, I don't know why they stayed in that situation. They could have did this and do this. Well, by me being a domestic violence survivor and now I'm a thriver, um, I can really tell you it's not that easy, you guys. So you should know the signs. You should uh, always keep up with your friends and family if they get involved in a new relationship. Just check out the individual and see how they talk to them, how they handle them. If they're disrespecting them in any kind of way. Domestic violence comes out in all different forms. You you won't know it if you have not been through it. And it's not being paranoid. It's not saying that you haven't gotten delivered. You just know the signs. Like they always say, a con artist know another con artist. You see, a thief know another thief. A liar definitely know another liar and know how to get around that liar. So, um, most of the times, our life is saved and renewed and restored so we can go back and really help others. Um, Not to put no shade on anyone or blame on anyone. It's just that we are here on this earth to be there for one another and if we can get our own self out the way, they will have a lot of individuals saved. And the sad part about it, domestic violence just don't pop up in a person. It starts with the childhood, I'm sorry to say. So parents really have a lot to do with domestic violence. It's how you treat that child, how you talk to that child growing up. Are you building that child up? Where their esteem will be strong, or or do are you tearing that child down to have a low esteem of themselves? And and normally, if a parent is doing that to a child, that means it was done to them from generation to generation. Um, yes, it's gonna be part of the generational matter series. How this thing is passed on, and and it just the cycle has to be stopped. So I'm going to go into the next episode and we're going to identify the cycle. They have a cycle of violence. And I believe if you in it, uh, sometimes we don't know we in it until, you know, you get tired and and get figured out, like, wait a minute, something's not really wrong with me if this keeps happening. Only thing that I can say is wrong with me that I keep letting it happen. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So if you can identify that you are in a toxic, violent relationship or a household, you become a better person. You can break free of that thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I found when I came out of it, I didn't even know I was in that cycle until I was like, wait a minute, I am doing too much good in this earth 
to be treated like this. I mean, something is wrong with me. And yeah, something was wrong with me. Something was wrong with Dr. D. Her self-esteem wasn't strong. Her self-esteem didn't love herself. I thought I loved myself, but nah. Nah, not the way God showed me how to love myself now. Back then, you guys, I didn't love myself. Because I just let people say anything to me, treat me any kind of way. And on the slick, even now, uh, being over 50, people still be trying you, yeah. They really be trying you. And you really got to, like, <laughs> I don't think so. You you really have to fight for your life. You see, fight for your rights, fight for your life. You got to, like, really fight for just being you. It's like people just don't want to accept you as you. And so that's all part of abuse. It's all types of abuse, you guys. Oh, my gosh. It is emotional abuse. Verbal abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse. But you know what? The emotional and mental abuse is the worst. Of, and verbal, those three, man, I'm telling you, when that thing get in your soul, that's the worst thing you can experience. Because, see, that's going on the inside of you. Physical, man, you get a black eye, bust mouth, lip, whatever, and that'll heal, right? But when you get emotionally abused and verbally abused, man, I mean, tone down every day somebody trying to tell you what you not. But they're still around you, though. But they always want to try, try, try to tell you what you not, what you is, nobody don't want you, you know, yada, yada. I mean, all kind of negative stuff. Man, you don't need that in your life. Jesus, you got enough to deal with already, right? Yes, I know and I understand. So I want you guys to really um be encouraging and I have some segments there for um uh, I was sharing with some ladies last year and then I had a opportunity to um meet a young man um at the normal Shades fashion show um that was dedicated for domestic violence awareness. And even men is caught up into abuse from women. Oh, yeah. They got them out there, y'all. So, it's on both ends. Okay. So, I'm going to go to the next episode. Um, we're going to say this prayer. And before I get out of here, um, I'm going to share the cycle. And then I will strive to come back to deal with each one for the remaining of the week. Um all right, and we're just going to take it from there, okay? Father God, I just thank you for another day. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you, Father God, that those that have ears to hear, that may be caught up into this violent act, this cycle of abuse, this cycle of lack of love, this cycle of of, of um, devastation, coming from another human being. Father God, touch their heart. Let them know that they love, they've been accepted and beloved, that you have not called them into this this atmosphere this of negativity, this toxic relationship, but you have a way out for them. Uh, Father God, begin to bring people their way of safety. Begin to show them how to prepare themselves to leave. Um, 
always encourage them, um, show them the signs, let them be able to start reading and hearing articles and and just knowing that freedom is there, help is there, and you'll be there with them through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Please, Father, in the name of Jesus, Yahshua HaMashiach, show them that you are there with them and, and give them wisdom so the perpetrator won't hurt them anymore, but they'll use wisdom. And they may have to succumb to their acts right now while they're preparing to leave. And Father God, when you give them that exit door, that green light, Father God, let them leave and don't turn back. But let them know that you got them and you will put the people across their path. You will make the crooked road straight for them and you will restore everything that the enemy have stolen from them. In Yahshua's name, amen. Amen. All right, so I'm going to go on to the next episode. And I'm just going to name the cycles that a domestic person operates in. Because remember, they have issues themselves. And um, violence was brought upon them. And that's why they're demonstrating violence. But you are not responsible. Some women feel like they're responsible they even are told, oh, see what you made me do? I didn't want to hit you. I love you. You made me do this. I can't help it. I love you so much. I can't I can't stand that if, if you leave me, I don't know what to do. That's an excuse. And that's a trick to keep you in there. You are not able to help another human being live the right life. They have to make the choice. Okay? And right now, especially if you have children, my Lord, if you have children yourself, think of the children. Think of what they're going through. I shared a lot of that last year, uh, how some things my daughter shared with me. And and just her seeing me going through that abuse and what she wanted to do. And this was done from my husband's. I was married um, twice. The first marriage lasted for about nine something years. The second marriage lasts about 45 days. But it took almost three years to get away from this man. Isn't that something? That That's that's just horrible. And both of them was in church. One was a deacon. One was a pastor. But I come to realize that it doesn't matter what title they have as an individual. If they're not free in their own mind, if they have not been free themselves, they're stuck in a cycle. You see what I'm saying? So what I thought I was responsible for, I'm not responsible for another human being. Only God himself, Yahweh, Elohim, is responsible for that human being, not you. Okay? All right, so Dr. D with the Boom Factor, I will chime with you guys on the next episode. Later. All right, you guys. So this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all my listening audience, especially the newcomers that just adding on. Uh, I have to uh, put the infomercial on the beginning or in the segment so you can understand what this radio show is all about. It's really a daily life journey of my life, an audio diary, period. 
And um, a lot of times, individuals live a life of two. Uh, I call them perpetrators. You know, and as a believer, the world feel that um, we live in pie in the sky and certain things that we hear and portray but not always true. We got to fight just like you. We go through just like you. We go, we, we have bills that's past due. You know, we have things and circumstances and situations happen to us more severe than other individuals just because we name the name of Christ. So this, this radio broadcast is pertaining to my daily living as a believer in the things that I have to encounter my everyday life. And if you've been, <clears throat> excuse me, if you've been tagging along from the beginning, you have seen a lot of transitions with Dr. D, a lot of engagement, a lot of turmoil, a lot of circumstances, a, um, betrayal, hurt, pain, suffering. I mean, I've shared what I can share without defaming anybody, but how it affected me, you know what I'm saying? And so that's the transparency that you will get from me here on the boom factor. I engage with a lot of independent artists, authors, uh, individuals, laymen, work, um, just... about that you guys my alone came on to wake me up but i'm already up my body automatically wakes up around between 3 30 and 4 o'clock my lord um <laughs> so uh i was just sharing how you know transparency is so important and and some people are against transparency uh, I've been told a lot of stuff, but you know what? I have almost 65 
thousand listeners that says otherwise. So I know it's a different type of radio show, but I also know it's saving lives. It's, it's stopping suicide. It's breaking the very spirit of depression. Um, when things happen in our life, it puts you in that foggy, dark place. And I've been in that foggy, dark place. Um, just came out of a foggy, dark place. Um, but with that said, you have to fight through it. And so if I can demonstrate that, yeah, you're going to go through this here, but you got to fight through it. you got to have the right people around you that's going to love on you, that's going to help bring you out of that thing spiritually, you can make it. You don't need people to, to, to vomit more mess on you to make you feel worse. I had a friend of mine, I talked with her, and the things that she was going through, and it's like more people was coming trying to tell her this and trying to tell her, and she said she kind of felt worse than what she was. <laughs> Guess what? That that's that's not a good thing because you you don't want to come out of a place worse. You want to come out that place better, right? So I'm here. I want to share the cycle of violence, and then um, through this week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to designate at least fifteen minutes. Pertaining to, excuse me, pertaining to each part of this cycle of violence. Um, this type of abuse is horrible. It always comes from an individual that has been abused themselves. And they have not dealt with it. But it's not your responsibilities. I'm not going to keep saying this over and over again. I hear a lot of women say, well, maybe if I didn't do this, maybe if I didn't do that, this would not happen. I know somebody that husband beat her so bad, almost, uh, well, I think she did say her ribs was cracked or something, beat her in the back, she couldn't even walk. And maybe three months, four months later, you know, she back with him. Why? What what makes us go back to the point where the, the perpetrator put you in the hospital and you go back? Well, I'm going to share with you why and how not to. I know it's not easy. I know for a fact it's not easy. I went back to mine almost 13 times. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? 13 times within a new marriage. That's ridiculous. But then you have to say enough is enough. You know, so the first sign of abuse... You're going to, when it happens, all of a sudden the cycle of abuse, the abuse occurs. You know, you're having a good time, you know, you're talking, you're having fun, and then you probably say something, and what there is, they call that triggers, all right? Um, triggers, something happened that made that person relive the moment in their life, Right? So you hit a trigger point somewhere in their memory and all of a sudden they just went on a whole nother level. <laughs> and what was a good, happy, romantic, maybe y'all just were sitting down watching TV and something came on TV, you say something, other person heard something, got a phone call, and that thing triggered that person, right? Then the abuse occurred. 
you got cursed out, punched, something happened where uh, a abuse symptom arise, right? So upon that, not an excuse gonna come. Oh, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I, what just happened. So they're gonna try to explain their way, right? They're gonna explain their way why it happened. They're sorry, okay. So they're going to strive to make it better. You call this the honeymoon stage. Now, the first sign of abuse, this is the cycle, and I'm going to go in more details for each one of them. First, the cycle, the, 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 the cycle of abuse begins because of a trigger moment, okay? Something triggered that person to cause the abuse, so after the abuse, now here comes the excuse why it happened. So now, since it happened, right, the next part is it's going to try to make up. Here comes the honeymoon stage. Oh, I'm so sorry. I love you. Come on, let me take you out to dinner. They're going to bring you flowers or whatever they know the thing that you like. Take you out to dinner. That's the honeymoon stage. They're going to feel so bad, so sorry, right? All right? Now we back to our regular routine of life. Everybody just like we we at ease. Okay, so we back at the regular routine, right? Then all of a something all of a sudden something happened where you start seeing the person tense up. Now this is gonna go through some days, alright? Now remember how it started. Once that trigger moment happened and it's not dealt with by the abuser. I'm telling you, it's going to come up again, all right, because they haven't dealt with it or they don't want to acknowledge it or talk to to somebody about it, right? So you're going to start noticing some tension. They're probably going to start yelling and, and just, like, just, just for anything. They may even curse you out or you might be out doing something and, you you hearing them talk to you rough or they or uh some kind of way they're making you their language, their body language, their tone changes with you. You notice it. You notice it now, right? Okay. Here we go again, the trigger. Now during that tension time doing that that tension time, guess what? Another trigger will manifest itself. And boom, here go another sign of abuse. So before you know it, we're going to be going through this whole cycle all over again. All over again. Now, the dangerous part about this cycle, if the abusee meaning... I'm the abusee, and I'm going to just use my ex-husband as the abuser. Now, if I really don't know who I am, and in the honeymoon stage, he start buying me these gifts and start giving me what I want, I might even accept it just to get the gifts. That's, that's bad also, you guys. You don't never want to fall into that category like that. Because now you have accept 
you have accept um <laughs> you have accept saying you know what it's all good i'm gonna give i them i'm gonna wait and i'm gonna be able to get this from him or i'll be able to get more money or i'll be able to get this. no you don't want to live your life like that no 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 you don't want to live your life like that. Because see what's going to happen. Um, the honeymoon stage. Oh, I didn't add the sexual abuse. It's a whole list. You know. Um, <laughs> man. I, I can just share some stuff with you guys. And I'm going to share my testimony again. I'm going to see if I can find it and just replay it. If not, then I'll share it. I'm good with it. I'm sh- I can share it. I need to um, put it on a, a, a audio anyway and, and market that so people can understand that even in a church, Spiritual abuse from leaders, people with titles. Oh, yeah. Even in the church, they have women and men being abused. Pastors are abusers, and they don't even know it. How you talk to your congregation, how you threaten your congregation. You just being a a, a mean old abuser. You're an abuser. Name calling your, 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 your members. And really, it's supposed to be disciples. But you sure know how to talk about them tithes and offerings. You want that money. That's a, that's a sign of abuse. And God is not pleased with that. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, last year, two years ago, God sent out a warning that he was going to defend his women. He said he's going to defend his women. And last year, so much has been exposed. With the Me Too movement, movement and the the men in the church, the Southern Baptists, and even non-denominational pastors and leaders and bishops and apostles need to be exposed because they 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 flaunt women, they use women for their ministry, you know, to a certain degree. And then when they within a king, when the woman is tired and start inquiring and 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 saying different asking different questions or challenging you know then they want to put them out or try to make it seem like they're not submissive and they're in rebellion and all this kind of riffraff and that just needs to stop y'all yes that's just horrible i'm gonna find that segment how god said he's gonna vindicate his daughters and that's all part of the domestic violence uh, issue, too. That you have to know who you are, ladies. Men, you got to know who you are, too. But most of the women get the bad rep, you know, because they had to fight so long, you know. And, and we are treated not with value. Um, some men just see women as sex objects, as doormats. As maids in the home, you know, a woman should keep their place in the kitchen and in the bedroom. 
no, that's a man-made saying that some devil that came up with and just don't even understand that God created the woman to be the helpmate for the man. And if you you don't have the right woman by your side, you ain't going nowhere. And I don't care what a man say or how he act. He always tell me he could do without a woman. But why, as soon as they leave one relationship, they hop into another? Or if they have one friend, they have to try and find another friend? Because that's just how God made it. But they use it as a, a manipulative tool to get their thing done. Whatever they need done, they need that woman by their side. Because they know they can't. They act like they strong and they doing it by themselves. But you sitting there sponging up the wisdom of that woman and not really acknowledging them. You see what I'm saying? And so uh, I'm not going to stay long on this. As I stated earlier, we're going to go through each. I have a whole teaching on it. Um, You can always go through my Facebook page. And, and 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 look at some teachings, YouTube's on Boom Factor TV, and uh, I also have some teachings on it's time. I gotta try to see how I can merge those two accounts together, where all my videos will be. Um, you know, on one one page. But this is a, a very serious, serious um <laughs> it's very serious to death. I mean we have men killing women in the children now. So if you, if you ever have an opportunity to leave a situation, don't go back by yourself. If they want to meet you somewhere, don't go to that meeting by yourself. Have somebody with you. Always have somebody with you, you guys. Ladies, men, especially if you have children, think about the children's life. Think about them. Bad enough they're losing their father or their mother, but they need the other parent. And until I made up my mind, and saw the devastation of my children and my daughter saying that she was gonna she was gonna kill my husband and then kill herself. I said, Oh no, it's time to go. It's not even worth this. And you don't wanna put that burden on your child. And you don't wanna use that child to go to that extreme and mess up the rest of their life because of my bad decision. And it's not my fault I had a bad decision. I just not know how to choose. And I thought because it was my fault or because I didn't have strong self-esteem. You see what I'm saying? It's not the child's fault. And we got to get that out of our minds. And we have to encourage our children at a young age. Start speaking positive things over them. Build them up. Don't build them up where their ego be so strong that they look down on other folks and like they better than somebody else. Build them up where they have a strong backbone where no one can sway them. You see what I'm saying? Encourage them to be a leader and not a follower. Okay? Encourage them to stand for something 
or this, they will fall for anything. Alright, you guys? So, this is my little mini segment uh, towards domestic violence, the cycle of violence, the cycle of abuse. First, the trigger moment will happen. When that trigger is touched, the abuse is going to manifest. And then once the the abuse manifests, they're going to operate with all kind of excuses. You're going to have a honeymoon time when everything is sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. That routine going to start going right back the way it was. You're going to start seeing attention again because that trigger was not dealt with. And soon and very soon, boom, shakalaka, here we go again. The sign of abuse will happen again. That's the cycle of abuse, period. And so we're going to go into more detail on the next episode, which will be um, tomorrow. I'll talk about um, how it goes from cycle to cycle, how you can identify. We're going to talk about the different types of abuse, okay? The physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, yeah, sexual abuse. You could be raped by your husband. I was raped by my husband. How can that happen, Dr. D? Yeah, yeah. If, if you in the midst of a domestic dispute, yeah, you can be, you can be raped by your husband. It's a different if it's a different type of feeling. It's a different type of appreciation. It's not making love to you. It's not expressing um that you mean the world to them. You will know and feel the difference. And believe me, it's a horrible feeling. Yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Okay, so I want you guys to read out there and have an awesome, awesome day. It's also testimony Tuesday. So I'll come back later and put this underneath Testimony Tuesday feed um, that I testified last week. God did a boom factor in my life. And uh, now I'm waiting for the manifestation. (laughs) Uh, I I got the letter, but now I'm waiting for the manifestation. It should show up this week. Oh, Lord, let it happen this week because I really need to take care of some stuff. So until then, y'all be blessed. Uh, Don't forget to, uh, I guess I can put the infomercial after this feed, but we have the Business Expo coming up in December 8th, those that are in the Houston area, come on out, the admission is $20 for adults, $10 for children, they do have a live uh, talent show for the children that's going to be awarded scholarships, so if you're in the Houston area, Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Boom Factor. I think it's Boom Factor Show. Um, and check it out. I'll put it on Instagram at YAL Danielle or y, uh, Instagram Boom Factor TV. I think that's what it is. All right. And you can also just look right there at the descriptions of my social media, and you'll find it somewhere on there, okay? And I want y'all to come on out, bring your money. We have some awesome vendors, awesome vendors that will be in that place that day. 
and it's right before Christmas, so you better be able to purchase some unique, beautiful gifts, okay? Products and services and um, a lot of areas that will be revealed through those vendors that will be a blessing to you, okay? So let me go off of here. Y'all have a glorious day, and I'll talk to you guys later. Have a glorious day. Love you.
What's up, you guys? God bless you all. This is Dr. D coming to you live on the Boom Factor Radio talk show of the day. Um, As you heard on the previous episodes, we was talking about the different cycles of violence and how domestic violence really occur. Um, Coming up in January 2020, I may launch it maybe probably in December, but we're going to start our series on generational matters, purifying the bloodline, and one of those episodes will be dealing with violence, generational violence. Um, Right now, we are in the month of domestic violence awareness, and yes, I am uh, not only a survivor, but a thriver coming out of that demonic lifestyle. Um, I say it's demonic because it possesses the other individuals and have a control over the victim, which at that time, you could say I was the victim. Um, Because I was the victim, not really understanding the different mentality and the mechanism of the behavior from another person because my esteem about myself was not strong enough to understand that it's not my fault. It wasn't my fault, even though I was told it was my fault. If you didn't say this, I wouldn't have hit you up. You didn't act it this way. So it put you in this mode. It confined you. It trapped you it my god it's a lifestyle that i would not wish upon not even my enemies you understand because you have no more life you have surrendered all to this individual that will still never be satisfied and because of that person not knowing who they are and they're in pain and they suffer from violence. It's another key factor with that. Because they suffer from violence and they are reacting something that you didn't have no part of in their life growing up. So the cycle of violence, I mean, it it is so traumatic to its to death to the to now here in the twenty first century Domestic violence has taken a whole nother level. The the other individual is literally killing the other party that is being subjected to this behavior and killing the children and then killing themselves. So we're at a time that we really, really have to be careful. Like somebody used to always tell me, you got to stop being so paranoid. Everybody's not going to do this and do that. You always want to ask questions. You know, how are you going to expect to have a man and keep a man if you're always suspicious? Well, no, no, no. It's not that Dr. D is always suspicious. I know the signs. And for this particular person to keep throwing this at me, I saw some signs. But uh, I went and let my guards down, and sure enough, it came to pass. I saw it. To the point that this person wanted to punch me in my face, wanted to beat me down, wanted to throw me out. For what? 
because I ask a certain question and because I say no to a particular personal thing. So you never you never second guess your intuition. That's the, the Holy Spirit. God giving us all common sense. You don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to be somebody that read tarot cards. You don't have to be this supernatural Christian, this prophet, a prophetess. God has given all of us that inner tuition to know when something is good and when something is bad. You can watch your children. Babies even know that. Just observe children. Children won't go by certain people because their senses is already like, oh, something ain't right. And that person can be the, can look like the most honorable person in in the city, in the town, but put that person around a child. That child let you know, uh-uh, something ain't right with that person. Even the baby can tell you that because he'll start hollering or she'll start hollering and screaming. So I'm not going to keep you guys long. It's just that it's just what it is, domestic violence, awareness, uh, family abuse, any type of abuse, mentally, sexually, physically, emotionally. It comes in different forms, but it's still the same behavior, you guys. So the previous episode, I was mentioning the cycle of violence. How... Can you identify when the abuse signs are beginning to erupt? Well, you have trickle points in people. You could be having a lovely time going out with this guy, going out with this girl, and y'all having a marvelous time, and then all of a sudden, they switch on you. Well, what happened, they either saw something, they heard something, you said something, or you acted like somebody else that really did some damage to them, and it triggered something in their mental conscience state. Because it's way back there in the vault. They didn't cover it up real, real good. But it's a trigger point that happened that, whoa, here we go. Okay? And so now, because of the trigger point, we talked about the abuse happening. They either curse you out, they hit you, they slap you, they don't want to be bothered with you, they walk away from you. It's whatever negative that arose from that trigger point, and you still don't even know it was a trigger point, but I'm telling you know right now, that's what happened. It was a trigger point. Okay? Now, once it then calmed down, the uh, excuse will come. The apology... Um, they don't know what happened. They're so sorry. Forgive them. It's just like something came over them. They're going to mention something. And so now you're going to call that the honeymoon stage because now they're going to want to take you out to dinner. They want to buy you flowers, candy, whatever they know that will appease you to let them back in on the good side of you. Okay? So now that you feel that, whoo. I don't know what that was, but I'm glad they back to themselves. Then the the regular routine will will pick up again, right? Okay. So now through the routine, everything is fine, but all of a sudden you still you start seeing a little tension. The person start getting aggravated, and you know something happened on the job or something happened 
why they out and about. Something going to happen. Why? Because that trigger point ain't never was dealt with. And lo and behold, tension will begin to start illuminating. And before you know it, the trigger will hit again and they go that cycle. All right, they're going to grab you, push you, curse you. Some type of form of negativism will come your way. All right. Now, they have different phases of actions, different um, actions that, you know, if, if, if I'm talking with somebody that I just met maybe a week or two and, and you like, you know, like saying like, you know, um, they ask you to do something or, or go somewhere or whatever and you say, nah, I don't think I want to do that right now. And then all of a sudden they grab you. Well, why not? I just asked you to do this one favor. It's like, whoa, calm down, buddy. What are you doing? Let my hands go. Let my wrist go. Well, that's a sign right there. That's a sign right there that something's something's wrong with that person. Or if you're on the phone with them and certain conversations are not going their way, the dialogue begin to get heated. You know, that's a sign, y'all. You see what I'm saying? And before you know it, the physical part, okay? Now, sometimes the physical part will show up later. So, I'm going to talk about the verbal, emotional part. They'll start name-calling you, criticizing you, telling you you're no good, nobody don't want you, ignoring you, yelling at you. Uh, cause you to be isolated from your family and friends, you know, uh, start in- intimidating you with certain devices that they throw at you, you know, uh, mainly if you've been intimate with the person, meaning emotionally intimate, meaning you're sharing different things that happen to you, to you in your lifetime, and you think that um, what you share with them is safe, well, they'll use that as a weapon against you and start throwing that back at you. And and, and, at, and when they do it, it's in a hurtful tone. So that's the verbal, emotional side. So once they didn't escalate that and they didn't wore that out enough, okay, um, it, it'll, it'll start physical. They'll push you punch you, slap you, you know, kick you on the slick, uh, throwing objects at you, you know. They even may even choke you. Oh, that's dangerous. Uh, try to intimidate you with weapons. You know, they'll pick up a knife or they have a gun to say, you really think I'm playing with you? I'll shoot you. I'll kill you before you ABCDFG. I'll cut you up, you know. If they start... Threaten you like that with physical objects? That's a sign, ladies. Brothers, that's a sign. Okay? And I'm talking about some of these things happen before the relationship even get serious enough to marriage. Now, the worst part about it, you don't even see some of this until after your marriage. And that's when you really, really, it's like, whoa, what have I done? So that's why now it's so important that you take your time before you get in married. Ask questions. You know, I'll just say some things just to see how they respond. 
Because that stuff is hitting you guys. It is hitting so good because people have have operated and then locked it up so far back where they are living in their subconscious state. And that conscious state is where all the hidden stuff is hidden. It's locked up in a vault. You know? And then once you're married or get intimate with the person, meaning sexually, then you're going to have this forced sex. They're going to be name-calling you while you in the sexual act. You know, start accusing you of cheating, false accusations. You know, the the sex is not lovemaking anymore. It, it becomes painful. You see what I'm saying? They'll start making you try to do things that you're not pleased to do, or even if you was pleased to do it, now they're putting it in a more derogatory state, making um, you feel belittling yourself. Come on, you guys. Come on, ladies. So during this time, during this time, it's very, 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 very critical that you be aware of the signs. And if we can teach parents, women, mothers, if we can teach our daughters the signs. You know, I know they may say, oh my, you're old fogey and you this and that. It's just like um, the movie Taken, the, the wife was so adamant. Let her grow up. Let her explore the world. Let her do this. Let her do that. And the father, he already been out there. He's this big government agent, right? And he know, hey, it's a bad world out there. I just want my daughter to be safe. It's not going to hurt her to call me when she land. It's not going to hurt her to call me. And, and children, youth, if y'all listening to me, you know, Y'all may think it's old school, and I'm, I'm not going to keep y'all long, but, you know, we used to have to check in, you know? You get by your friend house, call me, let me know you made it safe. And that's how you was safe. But now we think we grown. And what happened? They went out there on the trip, and then she had a friend who was so clueless and so excited, she ready to do bad her, right? And enticed this young lady to come on a trip somewhere where they had no adult supervision and wind up getting snatched and before you know it they about to get traded off into a country they never knew and their parents won't see them no more and sad to say the friend died because they gave her overdose they were using her as a sex object you see so i pray this kind of helps somebody for a little while um i'll come back and add more to it um the different um, go more in details in the behavior, but that's just the signs. And if you pay attention to the signs, not saying to be paranoid, not to not to enjoy another individual, but just pay attention to the signs, ladies. Pay attention to the signs, men. Don't don't let the enemy use other individuals to sway you in that they are so there for you, they love it for you, and before you know it, you are trapped into a relationship that really will cause you your life. Okay? So this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor on this series pertaining to domestic violence. And we always remember, if you're in a domestic violence situation, you always have a hotline, 1-800-256-0551. 
If you're local right here in the Houston area, you can call 713-528-2121. Okay, I pray this kind of helps somebody out there in the world. Uh, if you're in another state, another country, find out what's the hotline. You don't have to go through this behavior by yourself. You are loved. You're accepted and beloved. You are special. You are needed in the earth. God did not create you to be a punching bag or a sex object for nobody. God created you to be loved and wanted. And yes, you have a purpose in this earth. Okay? God bless you. Much love, peace, and joy upon you. Talk to you later. This is Dr. D signing out.